Well, welcome to Truth Talk. This is your host, Larry Bryant, and the truth is out there. You know, if you're willing to seek it, you can find it. You know, on today's program, we're going to uh, talk a little bit about uh, uh, Judeo-Christian um, values, ethics. Um, you know, the the Western world, Western civilization, um, it is quite a bit different than uh, the Eastern world. <laughs> um, and the, the basis for that is, uh, is the creation of the Judeo-Christian uh, values, principles, um, that basically um, uh, the Western culture, Western uh, government is sort of based upon. And, you know, because of that, um, if you look through history, uh, you see things like uh, uh, the um, abolishing of slavery. You know, that took place first within the Western cultures, and then other parts of the world started to adopt it. And um, women's rights. Um, you know, giving um, women equal rights, and uh, uh, that that's sort of a, a Western concept uh, a, as well, and would spread to other parts of the world. And the reason for that is because in the West, their, uh, their culture was based upon um, Judeo-Christian values, you know, the, the Bible, basically. And if you read the Bible, uh, hopefully you can see where um, you know slavery might not be the best uh, option, and how that uh, you know we should treat women um, you know with dignity and and uh, and and they have rights you know because you know God uh, values each and every one of us you know and we're we're supposed to uh, uh, treat each other uh, like we'd like to be treated. Um, you know, if uh, uh, if if just the uh, values of the Bible itself uh, were adhered to, then we really wouldn't need to to make other laws throughout the the, the land, throughout the nations. You know, if if everyone did treat their their fellow neighbor as like they would want to be treated, and um, we did. Uh, Look at equal rights, you know, everyone being the same, uh, everyone one of uh, God's uh, creatures, uh, God's creation, um, a person created in God's image, then things would be a whole lot better off for, for all of us. Um, and so, we, you know, our, our, our very foundation, especially here in America, even more so, we'll say, than Europe. Um, yeah, I think even Europe had that Judeo-Christian uh, foundation, but they let it erode. Um, and, you know, Europe's kind of a mess right now. Uh, we're kind of letting, letting it erode here in, in the United States. And, um, you know, some people would say, well, mm, looks like we're, we're sort of in a mess as well. Um, so we need to expound upon, you know, these, um, basic principles, um, 
and first of all, we need to know what they are before we can um, really expound upon them and and hold them up. But um, in, in one of the Bibles I have, it's a a, a Patriot Bible, and uh, at the first of it, it does la- list uh, seven principles of Judeo-Christian ethics. And so I'll, I'll sort of mention those first and and uh, talk a little bit about them, but. They can be classified in different ways uh, um, also, and and there's other principles besides these seven that are are listed, and so uh, uh, we'll take a look at those as well. But, you know, the the one basic uh, principle, you know, a Christian principle, Judeo-Christian ethics, is the uh, dignity of human life. You know, I, I think, most of us can at least agree to that, that, uh, you know, that the Bible teaches that there is dignity of human life, that we're supposed to respect life. Uh, we're supposed to, uh, you know, um, look to preserve life. Um, you know, human life is precious. Human life is different than just a, uh, an animal, you know, God actually breathed the breath of life into man. He didn't do that to the other uh, you know, creation. Um, and, and it talks about how man is created in the image of God. You know, our founding fathers um, put a lot of these principles within our, our founding documents. Uh, for example, um, you know, in our uh, Declaration of Independence, uh, they wrote uh, that uh, everyone has unalienable rights. Now, what's, what's that? Well, that's a God-given right. Our rights don't come from government. Government doesn't give you a right. Um, our, our basic human rights, we'll say, uh, are God-given. And... In our Declaration of Independence, we mentioned that among these God-given inalienable rights is the right to life, the right to liberty, and the right to pursue happiness. Yeah, we 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 need to respect each other. Has <laughs> even Americans? Yeah, I'd say people in general around the world, but even Americans have we lost some of that respect? Um, for just basic human dignity, um, you know, we 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 need to you know take a deep look at ourselves uh, before we can uh, correct some uh, some problems here in, in America. Um, you know, do we do we respect the uh, the unborn? You know, a lot of people don't. Uh, do we respect uh, uh, the mentally ill? You know, there's a lot of people that uh, um, do you respect the elderly? You know, there's a lot of places in the world that if you just get old, well, we can just go ahead and, you know, euthanize you. You know, let's just go ahead and uh, if you want to die, we'll just go ahead and help you uh, commit suicide and stuff and, you know, go ahead and get you out of here. I don't think that fits very well with, uh, with, with God's word. You know, the second thing is um, the, uh, the traditional uh, family unit, you know, a monogamous family. 
you know, the family is is the basic uh, uh, cornerstone of any society. You know, and so if you have strong family unit, uh, you can have a a, a strong uh, society. What what's happened? What's happened to families in the last uh, few decades? You know, the the old devils really come against the family unit, and we see uh, you know families. Um, uh, being broken up, being deteriorated, um, you know, even marriage. <laughs> um, you know, besides the, the, the problem with divorce, uh, there's uh, people just don't even bother to get married anymore. And they don't think anything of it. <laughs> no, no big deal. We'll just live together. I don't think that's pleasing to God. I don't think that's what God intends. <laughs> you know, if, you, if you look in the Scripture, you know, God instituted a marriage, and he wants that family unit, father, mother, children, so that the parents can, can love and, and nurture their children and teach them, um, you know, how to be healthy, uh, productive um, parts of society, <laughs> you know, be responsible citizens. You know, we, we, we need to look at... Uh, you know, and it all wraps back into that heart issue. You know, are, are we losing our heart for God? Well, some people would say yes, and I, I can understand that. But let me also say that, you know, God's still, still, God's still working. And God's still doing a lot of great things. And, and there's a, a tremendous revival that's going on right now, not only in America, but around the world, and thousands and thousands and thousands of people are coming to Christ. Now, you don't hear it in the newspapers a lot because, you know, they don't report on stuff like that, but but it is happening. It is out there. You know, a third uh, uh, principle is our uh, work ethic, <laughs> you know, um, there used to be something known as a Christian work ethic, and in America, and you know, an American work ethic. Americans were noted for for uh, uh, for their work ethic, for being uh, very productive people, people that was willing to work and willing to do more. Um, you know, that's why, you know, we was able to spread across the continent. That's why, you know, um, the Industrial Revolution really boomed here in America and, and so on, because Americans um, were willing to work. Um, yeah, I think God commands us to work. You know, Second Thessalonians 3.10 says, um, um, let me see, it says, for even when uh, uh, you were when we were with you, we commanded you this. If anyone will not work, neither shall he eat. I think God requires us to work. God wants us to work. I think that we're actually healthier when we work and we're uh, more, you know, we are more productive. We're, our mental health is better as well as our physical health. Um, you know, we are uh, prospering ourselves and our family, our nation. You know, what's happened to our work ethic? You know, our, our um, the, the the national statistics: <laughs> a big chunk of the American population is sort of out of the workforce. They're not even trying to work. 
Uh, that's not good, I don't think. Um, you know, we got <laughs> we got millions of people that are flooding into the United States right now, and you know, I, and I don't mind legal immigration, and I don't mind people that wants to come and better themselves and are willing to work, but you know, what are we teaching and what are we? doing and what kind of people are we get, getting if um oh come on in and we're going to give you a uh, a big five-star hotel to live in in new york city and you know we're giving you a food supplement and uh you know we're giving you a phone and you know and so you know we're, we're giving these uh uh illegal immigrants you know thousands of dollars um not to be productive not to work or even in America, with our American uh, uh, citizens, um, there's there's a lot of people that you know they they believe that they can you know do better not working than working. Um, you know, yeah. And I'm not against you know we are supposed to help those that need help. You know, there are some people that have physical challenges there's some people that have mental challenges and we are supposed to to help those people but hmm oh if you're not willing to work don't eat <laughs> that's that's the the bible side of things um you know it's one thing yeah you can't find a job well okay we'll just help you and uh maybe train you but um you know, you have to uh, participate within it uh, to get better. You know, we, we need a, a stronger work ethic in our nation today. Um, a fourth principle was the right uh, to a God-centered education. You know, Proverbs 1-7 says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And so can you really... Uh, understand god's creation without knowing the creator himself um you know ephesians 6 4 said and you fathers do not provoke your children to wrath but bring them up in in uh, the training and admonition of the lord <laughs> yeah train your children bring them up teach your children you know, our, our educational system today is sort of in a mess um, and especially a lot of the higher education, you know, it's really coming to view some of the the problems that uh, are uh, are in higher education today. But uh, interesting enough, you know, a lot of our our oldest universities like Harvard and, and uh, Princeton and so on, uh, they were founded on godly principles to basically train preachers. Yeah, shocking, right? Um, yeah, Harvard was founded in 1634 and adopted rules and precepts, which stated, let every student be plainly instructed and earnestly pressed to consider well the main end of his life and studies is to uh, know God and Jesus Christ, which is eternal life. Um, yeah, they even had in their original crest, truth for Christ and the church. Um, you know, our New England uh, primer um, exp expounded on that also. Um, 
We'll take a brief break and then we'll uh, be back in just a moment. We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world. Welcome back to Truth Talk. And uh, we're talking about the uh, Judeo-Christian principles. And um, a a fifth one here that we'll mention is, uh, you know, the Abrahamic covenant. Um, The the idea that, uh, that God will bless us you know, for, for following him, you know, uh, God cut a covenant with Abraham and says, you know, I'll bless those that bless you and curse them that curse you. And, and so, um, you know, we are this sort of spiritual seeds of Abraham, uh, being a Christian. And, um, and so that, uh, um, we believe that that Abrahamic covenant sort of extends on to us. <laughs> that, that, that also is one of the reasons that, uh, um, that most Christians uh, support the idea of, of supporting Israel. Uh, we believe that the Bible you know, teaches us to do that. And if we support Israel, um, then we ourselves will be blessed. Um, you know, it says that uh, righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is reproach to any people. And... Um, the next one, um, it mentions sort of common decency. <laughs> you know, um, the Bible teaches basically common decency. Be decent to other people. You know, treat treat other people decently because you know we're supposed the golden rule: treat others like you'd like them to treat you, and and so on. Um, and. You know, uh, Matthew uh, twenty two thirty nine says, "Thou shalt love your neighbor as yourself." So, over and over and over in the scripture, you know, there's different things that talks about that, and so, um, you know, that's part of the Western culture is uh, uh, common decency among people. But do we see that eroding <laughs> as Christianity is sort of? Uh, uh, eroding a little bit in our in our nation, do we see just common decency eroding? I think so. I mean, where people, uh, you know, out on the streets and all they want to do is just, um, you know, uh, curse at uh, other people and not uh, give common courtesy. To let someone talk, <laughs> you know, a normal talk. You know, you have to uh, shout people down and so on. So we're sort of losing that. You know, that's one of those things that we need to grasp a hold of again and, uh, uh, you know, and, and go after. Um, you know, another big principle is um, our personal accountability to God. You know, each and every one of us are accountable to God, you know, for our own actions. You know, whether we accept the gospel, whether we don't, um, you know, we are responsible for our actions we are going to be accountable for our actions 
Um, Daniel Webster, of course, the guy of the of the of the dictionary, um, asked a a sobering thought. Um, he said, uh, uh, "He said my my personal accountability uh, to God is is the most sobering thought <laughs> that you can have." Yeah. Uh, you know, thank God for for His grace and His mercy. Um, that as a Christian, that we we all have that promise for. But uh, you know, there, there besides these uh, things that we just kind of mentioned, those are the ones that were in the uh, um, my Patriot Bible. But you know, I've done some research and I found some other uh, listings, and you can list these. Uh, several different ways, and and some of these tie in to the um, to the other. But one is uh, you know reliance on providence. <laughs> you know do we do we rely uh, on God? You know it, it, that's what the Judeo uh, Christianity teaches us to rely upon God, and um, and so America has always believed. You know, that God is going to come through for us. <laughs> and really, the more you know about American history, and and to take that for also Israeli history, <laughs> you know, God has come through time and time and time again when it looked like, you know, it, it's going to be a disaster. You know, you can take, um, going back to our Revolutionary War, Washington had his army trapped on Long Island, and the the British had the Navy all the way around, but yet he was able to evacuate in the night because uh, a a thick fog came in unexpectedly, and um, so he's able to evacuate and and save the army, um, <laughs> crossing the the, uh, uh, the the Delaware, you know, the attack on Trenton, you know, uh, going across with the you know the ice in the river and stuff. Um, once again, um, so many, many, many times, you know, the Battle of the Bulge was a, um, a, a great victory that maybe, you know, God's providence, uh, you know, showed down upon us. But in um, Isaiah 54, verses 10 through 17, says, For the mountains shall depart and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from you. Nor shall my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord, who has mercy on you. Um, o you afflicted one, tossed in tempest and not uh, comforted, behold, I will lay your stones with colorful gems, lay your foundations with sapphires, I'll make your principalities of uh, pinnacles of rubies, gates of crystal, and all your walls of uh, precious stones. All you children shall be taught by the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. In righteousness you shall be established, and shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear. And from the terror it shall not come near you. Indeed, they shall surely assemble, but not because of me. Whoever assembles against you shall fall for your sake. You know, um, God's good. You know, we... we there is that reliance in in Judeo Christian ethics. There is that reliance upon God that believing God will come through for us. 
you know, going back uh, in, in history, uh, Charles Martel stopping the the um, the Muslim advance up through uh, uh, Spain. Um, you know, where where the Muslims uh, was was trying to take over all of Europe at the time. Um, and then uh, I think it was the Battle of Vienna. Uh, centuries later, <laughs> you know, um, the Polish uh, uh, king was able to come down and stop the Muslim advance there, uh, or the Muslims could have taken over and eradicated all of, uh, Christianity out of Europe. Um, so reliance on providence. Another principle is the law of God uh, forms the basis of good human law. Like we was talking about earlier, you know, if if uh, if we just lived by the laws of God, by what God tells us to do in the Bible, you really wouldn't need any other laws. <laughs> you know, uh, they're that good. But uh, but you have to be a good moral people to do that. Yeah, religion. Another another principle is that religion and morality uh, form the basis of uh of liberty yeah we and we can look back in 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 many instances uh in several things here like for example um going back to that reliance on providence um you know when we when we were writing our uh, declaration of independence our founding fathers came together and they said, We therefore, the representatives of the United States of America, in general Congress assembled, appealing to the Supreme Judge of the world for the restitute of our intention, do in the name and by authority of the good people of these colonies solemnly publish and declare that these United States are and of right ought to be free and independent states. And for the support of this declaration with a firm reliance on protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. So, you know, think about this. You know, when, when our founding fathers wrote that declaration and, the, and, and, and they published it here, they're pledging everything that they got. And they said, hey, God, we're relying upon you. We're relying upon that divine providence, you know, to, to get us through. Um, yeah, we, we was talking about how religion and morality form the basis of, of liberty. Um, you know, Leviticus 25.10 says, proclaim liberty throughout all the land and to all the inhabitants thereof. Um, you know, many, many other scripture verses here and, and our constitution, um, our founding father said, John Adams said that our constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It's wholly inadequate, uh, to the government of any other. <laughs> so the constitution only works if the people of America are moral if they're religious, that's a, a pretty profound statement, isn't it? Um, you know, we talked about uh, that that idea of the equality of man. You know that we're all uh, all the same in God's eyes. There's no big big you and little me, or big me and little you. We're all the same in God's eyes. 
God looks at us as the same. Um, and, God, and you know, there's plenty of verses in the Bible that uh, that refers to that. Uh, but if we once look again once into our declaration, where we said we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. Yeah, where we get those? Those are revolutionary ideas. Now today we don't think a whole lot about it, but this is 1776, and to have the concept that everyone is created equal. Man, that's that's a crazy idea. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's God that gives us our human rights. That's where our human rights come from, and um, our, our uh, idea of, of the consent of the governed. Uh, that's a biblical concept uh, as well. Uh, the principle of having two witnesses. Uh, that's a biblical principle. You know, you can't be found guilty of treason unless there's two witnesses. Um, there's several other uh, principles here that we could talk about, but we're sort of running short. So till next time, this is your host, Larry Bryant, with Truth Talk. We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world.